Is that what I'm saying? Rough Trade Radio. 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 like Christmas songs. I like that one. I'll be home for Christmas. Oh, yeah. That's classic. It's classic. You can count on me. Oh, yeah, I like that song. I'll be home for Christmas. You can plan on me. Please have snow and mistletoe and presents on the tree. Christmas Eve. Hello and welcome to the Rough Trade Podcast and the Jeff Goldblum holiday special. So this is inspired by Jeff's recent visit to Rough Trade East and his revealed love of holiday songs. So kind of figured it would be pretty fun to dedicate a show to festive, holiday, uh, kind of Christmas tunes, um, because it is the season after all. So I'm joined by Nick, who is our Rough Trade East store manager, who is a particular fan of holiday music. I am. Is that true? It is very true, yes. Awesome. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, So you've selected some holiday tunes. I have. For us today. I have. Um, I So I'd, I guess probably originally I started listening to, I used to collect a lot of jazz compilations and that I've noticed there was a lot of Christmas ones and kind of beyond that I just started to realize that like I had a lot of Christmas stuff and then what other types of Christmas music were there and you know the more I start looking the more you find. And it's okay. quite interesting to find um, odd ones. I won't probably play any odd ones today but (laughs) I think it's quite cool that there's all this different stuff going on and it's just kind of fascinating to me that there's this random time of year where everyone writes songs and this doesn't really happen any other time of year (laughs) um so um I uh the first track that I have um it's well it's from one of my favorite Christmas movies as well. Well, it's not, it's played in this movie, um, Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. Um, and it's uh, Bing Crosby and the Andrews sister off of probably, I guess, his first Christmas record. I'm going to guess somewhere in the 1950s. Um, and it's um, his version of a Hawaiian Christmas song uh, called Mela Kaliki Maka, which is apparently Christmas in Hawaiian. And that's what Bing Crosby's singing about. <laughs> awesome. And it ties in pretty nicely because we had a little intro there of Bing Crosby, courtesy of Jeff, of course. So this is all great. Keeping it all all together. Yeah. Should we put it on? Let's do it. Malakalikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Melikilikimaka is a wise way to say Merry Christmas to you. Melikalikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Melikalikimaka is Hawaii's way to say Merry Christmas to you. (laughs) 
that Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Melikilikimaka is a wise way to say Merry Christmas to you. Malikalikimaka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. The sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Malikalikimaka is a wise way to say Merry Christmas. A very Merry Christmas. A very, very Merry Merry Christmas to you. So that was Bing Crosby. Lovely start. What's number two? Um, the next one uh, is a track that I'm just particularly fond of um, off of the band's album Islands. They snuck a Christmas song in there written by Robbie Robertson. Uh, it's, you know, it's just one of these songs I look forward to hearing every year. Like, I don't really feel comfortable listening to these songs throughout the year or too early. I'm very strict about that. It kind of um, needs to be December-ish before okay. I start listening to Christmas stuff. But uh, this would be, for me, I mean, there's some of the obvious ones like, you know, Paul McCartney, um, to, to name another one, and Elton John. But this, of those kind of classic Christmas songs, at least in my mind, of classic American or, you know, British big artists, the band has, this has to be one of my favorite songs. Um, and it's called Christmas Must Be Tonight. It's taken from a very, like, biblical standpoint of the Christmas season. But, you know, the band wasn't necessarily notorious for being, you know, a uh, particularly biblical band. Uber <laughs> <Be the> Christian. <laughs> yeah, but, they, you know, they certainly, I think, pulled off a, a pretty amazing Christmas song, you know, based on just uh, the idea of what Christmas is. Um, so, yeah, this song is called Christmas Must Be Tonight uh, by the band. Shines on high. 
the band so when are you gonna stick that on in the store um, not I'll, until, not I'll, until I'll, December I'll be starting to play um, I have a Christmas playlist that I like to play in the shop and I generally do it from kind of the first or second week of December we'll float it out there um, okay. a couple of the other staff members are pretty big Christmas fans as well so we'll definitely be in the holiday spirit here nice um, can you do you reckon you can transcribe that playlist for our Spotify channel. I'm sure that we can. I'm and then sure everyone can, can go listen to, to yeah. Nick's holiday tunes. And I'm always adding more, you know, and I like um, I like the idea every time kind of someone says, oh, it's criminal that you don't have this on there, it goes on there. <laughs> um, awesome. Just because it's like, you know, as many ones as you think you can find, there's always more yeah. there. Yeah, and yeah. I, I quite like the classics as well, but, you know, I feel like, Having worked in retail my entire life, and particularly in music retail, um, there's a tendency to listen to the same, that that idea of Christmas music being, oh, we're going to have to hear the same songs yeah. over and over and over. Yeah. And it's just like, that's not the case. There no. are so many songs out there <laughs> <laughs> and so much material. Yeah. You know? So if you don't want to hear Slade, come to Rough Trade East. <laughs> that said, Slade is on the playlist. Okay. I retract my comment. <laughs> but everyone, you know, but yes, but... In the sense that, like, yes, it shouldn't just be this, you know, one or two CDs that people play over and over. Yeah. I think Christmas is a time to look back at all that stuff and, like, yeah. really enjoy all those songs, you know. Yeah. And, you know, the less you hear them, the more you like them. Kinda. Yeah. It's something that now that's what I call Christmas 2018. Just will ne- <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. never be able to serve you. No, yeah, for sure not. <laughs> <sighs> Um, okay, so to move on, uh, I'll jump another 20-odd years or so um, and play a track that I would be remiss in not playing because, um, A, it's on, I think, Home Alone 2, but uh, <gasps> which is a big, you know, oh everyone God. loves the Home Alone movies. Everyone loves Home Alone. Um, but uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, um, I think this song was originally put out on, like, they did those, like, a very special Christmas releases. Um, so, like, Springsteen was on, I think, the one, on number one, and uh, that's, like, uh, where the Run DMC uh, Christmas track, like, kind of became really popular. It was okay. on the very special Christmas. Also, uh, they had these, like, really great Keith Haring covers on the first couple of them, which I thought was just so cool. But um, yeah, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, uh, another original Christmas all over again. Uh, And yeah, like um, one of the best, one of the best tunes.
upside down I fly Little kids start to rock Christmas is a rocking time Put your body next to mine Underneath the mistletoe We go We go So that was Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah. Um, so in a bit, I'm interviewing Jeff Goldblum. Well, I've already done it, but obviously yeah. you're going to hear it in a bit. Yeah. And in it, he made me sing a Christmas song. Oh, God. And you know when you're like on the spot and you're yeah. interviewing some like Hollywood guy, so yeah. you're kind of like, uh. Yeah. And I chose like, I started talking about how I was in a choir and then I chose like a freaking carol like really <laughs> super british right. christmas carol yeah. and then he like made me sing it see if you recognize it obviously before i even sung it i knew you wouldn't know it right so i started singing it and i was like why didn't i pick something cool <laughs> oh it's awful and like hopefully i'm gonna get john our editor to auto-tune it probably not possible <laughs> but it's so bad and i'm just like why didn't i pick something from home alone or any of the tracks that you are playing today anything like that so but much could have picked. your mind goes to a certain place when you think of like yeah, christmas and yeah. it's like obviously you thought of something that was very like prominent in your mind yeah. you probably were in this choir singing yeah. this song so. yeah when i basically when i was a kid and like in a choir yeah and now you know not that it's a bad thing but i'm not anymore so yeah, yeah. but obviously you just run to that like yeah I think that's great. And like another for Home Alone 1, probably the most recognizable song and another one that I I was going to put in this little compilation of songs that I picked, but I didn't. But worth mentioning um, that the Drifters version of White Christmas is probably like the most <sighs> recognizable version of that song yeah, yeah. to me now. And it's, I know that it's probably because of that film. Yeah, you sure. Know? Um, so there's always kind of something that you go yeah. back to with the holiday season. Such a good film. I mean, I even could have started humming the John Williams theme tune. Yeah. Home <laughs> yeah. Segue into Jurassic Park. Anything yeah. like that could have been better, but now I chose. Yeah, I did actually do amazing. a uh, Christmas DJ set with um, a friend of mine last year, and we managed to get some of the John Williams theme <laughs> of Home Alone in the DJ set. Oh my I don't know transition-wise how it played, but yeah. we just loved that we got some of it in played out live in a set oh of Christmas music. You know, we thought it was a good idea. Totally. I just, you can't get enough of those films. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I guess lastly, the um, is a little bit more in the um, the noughties. And this is uh, released in 2000, a little uh, Christmas EP from uh, the band My Morning Jacket. Mm-hmm. Um this is in the same kind of vein as what, you know, Mark Koslick did around the set. I mean, there was quite, you know, uh, kind of at the end of the 90s and early 2000s, there was like kind of the indie Christmas revolution, if yeah. you will. And there was lots of compilations that came out. Savon Stevens, which is, uh, they've just released that whole, you know, collection of songs as well, which is really good. There's so many good ones on there. But um, on this particular EP called My Morning Jacket Does Christmas Fiasco Style, just love the title as well. <laughs> They do a pretty stripped-down version of Christmas is here again. Christmas time is here again. And I just think it's a really beautiful kind of subdued version of the song. And I really like any time kind of Jim James goes into this really sparsy guitar, you know, 
acoustic guitar stuff, you know. Yeah. So yeah, this track is just I think it's a really good one and it's one that is maybe overlooked a bit. So yeah, Christmas Time is here again by My Morning Jacket.
That was my money jacket, and then have we got one more to play us? Uh, well, I think a debut of sorts. Oh, <laughs> exciting stuff! Yeah, are you listening closely? Um, so our own uh, Joff Owen, who um, is uh, in Boyly Slightly Too, as well as a host of other uh, projects, um, has gotten together with um, Poppy Hankin from Girl Ray. And they are uh, Bubble and Squeak. And I've just been rolling over the press release. And from what I can tell, this is, I mean, this is a potential to be the greatest Christmas song okay. ever. Okay. So uh, Looking at a latecomer for number exactly, one. Exactly. Man. Um, so uh, they're called Bubble and Squeak. And they have um, recorded a song called The Christmas Stick. And um, I've heard it. And I think that it's worth sharing. Uh, I think that it's coming out soon digitally. Uh, through Mashi Mashi. But um, yeah, I think that you guys are really going to enjoy this. Uh, it's So yeah, Bubble and Squeak with The Christmas Stick. Christmas can be a difficult time When you're feeling alone Sitting by the window with a pack of mince pies Listening to knocking cold I only left the house to buy a bottle of wine When I saw you from across the street I was looking out at all the Christmas lights When I saw you looking up at me You never know that you're gonna fall in love until you do And it's so unimaginable to think you will Until it really happens to you You've been hit by the Christmas stick You won't know what it is until you hit by it So tall, there's magic in the air, tinsel everywhere. It looks like it's beginning to snow. You've been hit, you've been hit, you've been hit by the Christmas stick. I'm trying to find a bird, just so excited. Twelve days later, and we've fallen in love. Funny how it happened so fast. Scared your friends would all be weird about us And I was scared it wouldn't last But we're still together on this Christmas Eve This is the greatest story ever told We just went and bought a past Christmas tree From the corner shop across the way You never know that you're gonna fall in love until you do And so unimaginable to think until it really happens to you You've been hit by the Christmas stick I hope we didn't end up on the naughty list Oh baby, we should really try to get some sleep Santa must be almost here Would you take a look at us, hopelessly in love I've really pulled a cracker this year You've been hit by the Christmas stick I never thought that this would be a Christmas hit Oh baby, just imagine all the royalties That we'll be living up someday We'll buy a Mario Quit our stupid jobs And buy a house in West LA Yeah. 
So that was Bubble and Squeak. Um, and that was a hopefully exclusive yeah. by the time you're hearing this. Yeah. Um, obviously going to be massively battling out with uh, Shames for Leeds Navidad for course, this year's yeah. Christmas number one. Yeah. Um, but Nick, thank you so much for, for joining us. It was my pleasure. And playing your, your Christmas tunes. Um, yeah, come to Rough Trade East from 1st December to start hearing sure. them playing. Yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so now this is me and Jeff Goldblum, and you can hear my appalling, appalling rendition of In the Bleak Midwinter. Rough Trade Radio. Welcome to the Rough Trade Podcast, Jeff Goldblum. Mm, what? Oh, Rough Trade Podcast. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad to be here. Thanks, Emily. Thanks so much for, for coming and joining us. Obviously, we're sat here just ahead of your sound check because you are playing a very, very special gig for us tonight at Rough Trade East, which we're so, so excited about. Um, is this a bit of a first for you playing at a record store? Now that I think of it, I hadn't thought of it before. <laughs> yeah. This is the very, I, I've never done this before in my life. No? No. This, this is the first. How about, it, how about that? Of course, this is the first album. Yep. That I, you know, we ever had. And that's thanks to this city, London, because I was here a year ago promoting Thor Ragnarok and mm -hmm. on the Graham Norton show and the great singer Gregory Porter was the musical guest, asked me to accompany him uh, uh, on the song Mona Lisa, which was part of his Nat King Cole album. And then his record label, Decca, and the great people over there, uh, Tom Lewis and Rebecca Allen, saw it and said, got this idea that they, maybe we should work together. And they, we talked about it, and they introduced me to Larry Klein, the great producer who produced wow. this album. And he um, brought uh, Haley Reinhardt, the singer who sings a great couple of great songs, and Imelda May. Yeah. And uh, he thought my friend Sarah Silverman should sing too. And then he brought um, Till Bronner, the great, great trumpet player. And we added Joe Bag, the organist, to our regular band. And our regular band is Kenny Elliott and Alex Frank and James King and John Story. And we made the album, and now here we are. Yeah, it's all a fir first for me. I'm wow. excited. Has it been quite a whirlwind? Like, has everything moved super quickly from when you had that meeting with Decca to, like, creating the album? And Feels like it to me. I don't know how it usually works, but, yeah, that was a, I did that Graham Norton show about, a, what, a year, year ago, and bing, bang, bing, we had that meeting, and, um, yeah. And then we made the album at the Capitol Records building in los angeles you know the famous place with yep. the, or pagoda do. looking thing with a or needle on top where frank sinatra and the beatles and all those people recorded and we put together studio a and studio b and made a kind of a club out of it and recorded it live with this audience so everything you hear is you know one take mostly only and and you know, we're, we're talking and they're having a good time and we're uh, and we're playing wow and I, I guess this is obviously a, a, a complete labor of love for you. And prior to this, obviously, you did a, a residency, is that right, in L.A.? Yeah. And that's obviously just something that you, you love to do. So this must almost not be like work for you. This must just be like doing yeah. your thing that you love, and but lots of other people, a huge audience, are going to access it Isn't from that, creating I a record. I know. Isn't that sweet? It's so sweet because I've been playing the piano. I always wanted to be an actor, and that mm -hmm. was my chosen uh, vocational path. But I played piano when I was a kid and got a couple of jobs in cocktail lounges just for fun and then kept a piano around in my apartment wherever I lived, put it in a couple of movies and plays. And then about 30 years ago, started to play out and about around Los Angeles with a band, a kind of a ever-evolving band. And yeah, for these last six or seven years, we have a residency once a week. That's how we've been doing it for the last 30 years, whenever I'm not working. Mm -hmm. Once a week, I play at this place called Rockwell now in Los Feliz, which I'll bet you'd like. And I'll bet a lot of the people from Rough Trade here oh, would really? like it. sort of reminds me of the place and the crowd reminds me of something. Oh, like really? Like kind of like brother-sister kind of vibe with it, like them to us? Yes. Like similar kind of... I think so, yeah. Okay, cool. A bunch of young people in Los Feliz and the Silver Lake are a hip part of town in Los Angeles and they're young and and um are art, art artful and uh you know uh yeah we have a good time there so yeah this is fun for me and now yeah that's right to just doing that for fun but now to have people getting the album and telling me they like to listen to it is very kind of trippy and sweet 
Yeah. And I guess, you know, you've obviously been, as you said, an actor, and that was your first and foremost chosen career path. Yeah. But acting, as we all know, is you portraying somebody else, whereas this is very much you. Yeah. And I think that must be incredible for you to do. And how how does it differ, you know, turning up on set and, and acting to going out on stage and performing with your band and, you know, obviously showing off something that is such a passion in your life aside from your acting work and everything yeah. else that you do yeah, for a job? Yeah. Well, it's it's different. Of course, every movie is different. Um, you, you, you know, um, yeah, every every movie is different. Every different every experience is different. But I've done plays too, so there have been live audiences. I was here at the old Vic Theater doing. I saw you in that play. You're kidding! In 2010, was that the vaudeville? It, vaudeville theater on no, the Strand. No, that was London. the old old Vic. You know, oh. the old Vic Theater. Yeah. And I did this David Mamet play, um, uh, Speed the Plow. Oh, okay. Uh, that Matthew Warchus directed. And it was really uh, uh, well received and well attended. It was a, I, we had a great time doing that. And then I've made a movie here in London a couple of times. I made The Tall Guy, it was Emma Thompson's first movie, and Richard Curtis's first screenplay that he wrote. Awesome. And Rowan Atkinson was in it, and I had a great time doing that. I've done other things. I did the West End. I did a play on the West yeah, End. That's the one I saw you in. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, I'll bet that was the, the Golden Theatre. Was that the go No, the I think it was, a f it was the on the Vaudeville? Strand in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a Neil Simon play. Yes, and you were a couple, and you were that's, going through a breakdown. Yes, it was really good. Mercedes really good. Rule. Yeah, and there were some laughs in that. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh, so I've been around here, but it's very different. You're right. Of course, then promoting these movies sometimes, I have to appear as myself on talk shows mm -hmm. and this and that. So I, and sometimes in movies, they, you know, there are parts for me to do where they want me to play a kind of parallel universe version of myself. I did this movie called Pittsburgh, which is the town that I'm from, from mm -hmm. whence I came, uh, that has a kind of a, alternate universe version of myself. Anyway, do it, it is different, showing up and playing music. And in sure. fact, over the last few years, it's evolved more where I used to at first just kind of play, and mm -hmm. that was about it. Yeah. But now I do a lot of um, ta talking and uh, playing games with the people who come there, and we just kind of hang out and... And it's fun. I take pictures with them sometimes, too, and then check my Instagram, hashtag Jeff yeah. Goldblower. I like to do that. Uh, so it's different. It's different. And then I figured out different things to wear, you know, to dress. I figured out how I wanted to dress. Cause oh I, can we talk about your outfit that you're in right now? Well, we can, if you like. How about your outfit? You I look mean, spectacular. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, Jeff and I are both in hats, but Jeff is in some incredible leopard print trousers. Well, zebra, 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 print. zebra striped trousers. Oh, I said I'm in leopard print, sorry. Yes, That's zebra right. print trousers. Yeah, we're a safari combo platter. I know we totally are. We could go on safari right now, but be the coolest mm. people on the safari, I think. Yeah. Really rock and roll safari. I think rock that's, roll that's safari. the vibe we'll That's go the with. name of our album together. It you is. And me. Do you sing, Emily? I sang, I mean, I could try. I was in a choir when I was younger. Oh, what did you sing in the choir? Um, we sang like, I did like Christmas concerts and... What kind of Christmas songs? So like, like, like carols. Like, here we come a-wassling among the leaves so green. Yeah, stuff like that. And like, all the traditional ones. Sing another one that you like. What's your favorite Christmas song? Oh, gosh. Um, I love In the Bleak Midwinter. Do you know that one? Oh no! How's it go? It's a Harold Dark poem, but it's sung. Um, I don't. I don't want to sing. Just sing a little bit. Just okay. if I know it, I'll sing along. It's like in the bleak midwinter, frosty wind made moan. I think that's the. the I lyrics. love it. You just sent. I me mean, that sounded a... horrendous, but it, it's beautiful if you listen to it at Christmas. You just sent me to a place somewhere, in the, on the far moons of, Titan <laughs> outside of Saturn. My gosh. I don't know whether it's just super British, which is maybe why it's maybe not as accessible as I feel that it should be. But it's lovely. I like it very much. Remember that song that um, Wes Anderson used in his movie Royal Tannenbaums that Vince Giraldi is his name, who did the Charlie Brown Christmas, oh, okay. originally did? Oh God, what song it. am I thinking of? Christmas time is here. Yeah, children call their favorite time of year. Well, bells in the air, play bells in the air. That one, I like that song. That's
Mm. Oh, can we just sit here and you can sing Christmas songs to me? No, I like Christmas best. songs. I like that one. I'll be home for Christmas. Oh, yeah. That's classic. It's classic. It's very classic. You can count on me. Oh, yeah, I like that song. And when you when you hear that song, I just picture snow and log fires. Yeah. And people tucked up in their homes. With their families. I love that. Do you have a family that you go to and yeah. do sip warm drinks with? Yeah, I have a mom and dad and a brother. Your mom and dad, your brother, older or younger? My brother is one year younger than me. He he actually lives in Australia, but Oh my gosh. Well, what's he do there? Do you visit him there? Um I haven't been over since he's lived there. He lives in Tasmania, so it's even further. Where? What's it called? Tasmania. Tasmania? Jeez. It's a real place. That's not a made up place. No. Tasmania. <laughs> That's like at the far ends of the earth. It isn't really it? is. I think it's like the very bottom of the planet, if you were to look at the world and, you know, the UK is at the top. What a beautiful world it is, too, it isn't is. it? What a lucky, what, 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 how lucky for us to be on this planet. Have you, well, I, I saw that, that series, One Strange Rock, and they, they chronicle the science that we know mm-hmm. about the beginnings of the universe and how our solar system and our planet were formed. And it's just by a stroke of several random pieces of luck that we're that life came about and that the dinosaurs uh died out and that we we came about and that we're here right now it's just a magical occurrence that you and i are here right now it is it's mind-boggling i recently went to new york and i went to the national history museum there i watched like a neil degrasse tyson in the planetarium and i was like i can't deal with the amount of information that i've just been fed I know it blows your mind, it and does. I love Neil deGrasse Tyson. I did a little show like this where he and I had an hour-long conversation, and I got to ask him some questions, and we talked about movies and science in science fiction movies yeah. and the cosmos and many other things. Oh my god, he's great! That's such a dreamy conversation. I'd love to. I don't think I'd be able to let him leave because I'd be like, I'd have so many questions. Yeah, yeah, and just the. The in the in it's the infinite thing I can't get over that that the universe is expanding like but what's it expanding into? Expanding, I know. I can't. Uh, it's yeah. And it's almost eternal. I mean, it started at a particular point. So I heard a figure recently that it's ninety-two billion. Oh, is it light somethings? Mm. A cr- wide or big or round or it's big. Yeah, <laughs> it's like bigger than big. It's bigger than. Big. I, I I talked to my, uh, I have two sons, one a little over three years old, one a little over one. And I say to Charlie, who's talking, you know, already, I say to him, look up at the sky, Charlie. How far up do you think it goes? And he says, he's got kind of a lisp, but I don't make do an impression. He says, Fair, this high, and he spreads his arms, you know, as far as he can, very high. I say, yeah, I think it just keeps keeps going. Oh, you know? that's such a wise answer, though, for someone so young. For him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's quite wise. Yeah. Well, you know, that, our whole approach with the kids is instead of teach them so-called what we seem to concretely know, although I love science and we know some things and we've had experiences, the child is to be deeply respected, guided to and given boundaries, but deeply respected what they're doing when they work out their you know brain development and their body movements is very sophisticated mm. better than we could do if we kind of taught them so-called to move the way we figure they should move and uh, and also think when they're looking at stuff because they look at a lot of stuff and they take it apart and put it back together you know instead of going here's you know if they help as little as possible is this approach that we use it's mm-hmm. kind of a it's a formalized approach called RIE, R-I-E. Um, but mostly just let them be available and watch them sort of do some kind of mysterious higher physics as they work things out. It's amazing. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Well, do you have kids? Pardon? Do you have kids? Do I have kids? I don't. No, do you? Do you think you want to? Yeah, I definitely want to. Really? I'm 31, so I guess... Maybe, maybe. 31, you look 24. Oh, thanks. Wow. What are you doing? Some sort of regime, some I, sort of... I don't know. Because I wouldn't say that it's working here. Not that it's, you know, bad working here, but it's so busy and exciting all the time. I feel like I should age a million years. 
No, um, no, maybe it's keeping you young. Maybe it is. I'm real maybe busy. That's what it I is. think that's 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 keeping me full of uh, vitamin A. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's just music. Music, music feeds the soul, right? Keeps You're telling young. me it's a smorgasbord. It's a cornucopia of nourishment, mm-hmm. isn't it? Oh, baby. In fact, I hear the piano tuner tuning that piano in the background. I don't know if they can hear it, but we can hear it. And he's a wonderful pianist. Listen, and just these chords that he's playing, there's nothing. I'm almost going to cry. There's nothing like music and this music that he's playing right now that touches the particular chords that we have in us. Ooh. Oh, my God. Amazing. It Amazing. is really good. Yeah. Well, I'd love to sit here and chat all day. Me too, Emily. I mean, you're delightful, Waller. Thank Ms. you, Ms. Waller. <laughs> Good luck with your fertility and your children <laughs> and your family and your ah, oh, thank you. Your Christmas hot drinks. Uh, I have a boyfriend who's probably terrified at this conversation right now. Oh, you know. how long you been going with this Moses of yours? Um, so just over a year. Oh, it's new. You you lovebirds are in the honeymoon phase. How about that? Know, what do you think? Right? Is he a is he a serious prospect? Uh, oh need yeah. To pry. Oh yeah. Really? He's a good catch. Okay. Good catch. And what's he do? Um, he works in an office. Works in the office. Perfect. Works in the office. Well, of course, is that complicated? You know, working, you know, having a budding romance with a, with a colleague. Is that is that complicated? Oh. Oh, no, he doesn't work in this office. Oh, he works in an office. It, but not very far from here. He oh. works in the city. So in London, we have, like, yeah. the city. You know, you'd wear a suit to work and... Yeah you know, business, and then, yes. whereas it's a lot more kind of casual here, we're quite a different kind of industry, yes. but he loves music, so uh-huh. he loves the fact that he can come here all the time uh-huh. and watch gigs, and yeah. I, like, buy him vinyl. Oh, It's a very good partnership. Is he going to come here tonight? Uh, I think he might be, yeah. Hey, I'll meet him. What's his name? Dan. Hi, Dan. <laughs> I'll meet you soon, and uh, and don't be frightened about this uh, fertility conversation. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, Emily's a great catch herself, <laughs> as you know, I'm sure. Anyway. Oh, God. I think he might want to steal your outfit, though. I'm not going to lie. He might want to what? Steal your outfit. Steal my outfit? Okay. I well, mean, we'll trade. I'll see what he's wearing. Is he, is he, he my size? He's not. He's he's quite a lot smaller than you. Oh. But he, he wears boots like this all the time. Ooh, he loves yeah. a Cuban heel. Okay. Well, we'll exchange uh, yeah. ideas. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Um. So the Capital Studio Sessions is out now. Um. We love it. Thank you so, so much for coming here. Thank you, Emily. It's Thank such you so an exciting, much. I'm thrilled to be here. Such an exciting day. Um, but could you pick a song from the record to treat yes. our listeners to? I would say, and there's so many, I love every single track. And of course, the, I could talk about everybody who plays on the track. But um, how about, off the top of my head, either you pick between Cantaloupe Island and Caravan. Okay. I like those two. Okay. Yeah, Herbie Hancock did one, of course, and, and Duke Ellington the other. Okay. Hey, maybe we could play both. Oh, play both. Yeah, good idea. Because Cantaloupe Island opens the record, right? It's what? Does it open, opens the album. That's the opener. It's the first track. The the first track. Cantaloupe Island is the opener. That's right. And geez, Caravan might be somewhere near the end. Oh, maybe. Well, there we go. The perfect, the perfect choice. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jeff Goldblum, and all the best with your record and everything else. Thank you, Emily Waller. I appreciate it.
Rough Trade Podcast, yeah.
So there we have it, Mr. Jeff Goldblum and yours truly. I'm sure you all feel like uh, you know me a whole lot better right now and also that I can't sing on the spot. But anyway, big thank you to you, Jeff. I'm going to remember that one for a really, really long time. Events this week then, and I just want to flag the UK shopping events that are happening in our UK Rough Trade shops this weekend, the 1st and 2nd of December. So we're running a really special in-store promotion, which is 10% off all books and hardware um, in-store only. Um, and we've got some pretty pretty nice bounty, I think, to be found. Um, so a few highlights would be... Let me see what we got. We've got the brilliant pocket operators from Teenage Engineering. They're new for this year. They're really, really cool. Um, we've got the amazing III headphones that you might have uh, trialed if you've visited one of our shops because we've got them on all of our listening posts. Um, but they're up uh, for 10% off. Plus, we've got a really special promotion on the preset headphones. So if you buy any III preset headphone set, um, you get a free pair of III pipes that's the in-ear headphones uh, for free so that's really really cool um and obviously you'd get an extra 10 percent off that offer so i think it's a no-brainer um we also have the incredible technics turntable uh, you might have seen it as our gift of the week on our social channels last week uh it was doing the rounds uh, no pun intended um so that's the sl i hope I've, i hope i'm talking about this in the right way it's the sl 1210gr i think that's what it's called um but it's legendary um i'm told and even more so with 10% off, which I think is going to be probably pretty attractive to a lot of you. Um, yeah, we're so, so excited to have that in store and obviously partner with Technics. So come uh, and visit us this weekend and have a good old look at that. Our books of the year were announced today with uh, head over to roughtrade.com to look at the list. But um, I'll give a little spoiler now that the Beastie Boys book is our number one for this year. So you can get 10% off that title if you come down this weekend other titles include the brilliant pussy riot book which is an exclusive uh u.s import to us in the uk and we've got the brilliant ripped and torn book the podcast for which we had a few weeks back which i think quite a lot of you enjoyed um so yeah so much to go around um but it's in store only this weekend saturday and sunday come on down uh there'll be some christmas tunes applying on uh, the old playlist in store, I am sure. And I'll get Nick's playlist up on our Spotify account ASAP and share that, um, and hopefully in the show notes too, so that you can uh, listen to more of his amazing picks. Um, so going to play the shout out today with Shame and that contender against Bubble and Squeak, as we were saying earlier, for uh, Christmas number one this year. So this is the Shame Feliz Navidad cover, which is on the Shame Albums of the Year exclusive that we've got in store. Um, it's a red vinyl, 12-inch, uh, um, including four cover songs, one of which is Feliz Navidad. If you listened to last week's Album of the Year special, you would have heard me chat to Shame, and they described how it was really, really fun to record this. And there's even some auto-tune on there, which I think you'll find pretty pretty different for Shame. But it's, uh, it's good fun, and we've been enjoying playing this in the shops. So yeah, just going to give it a spin on here, and I think it's a nice close-up to the show. So thanks so much for joining us. Merry, Merry Jeffmas, and uh, I'll catch you next week. Bye. Uno, dos, tres. No. Feliz Navidad.
Rough Trade Radio. Reviews and subscriptions help to support what we do. So if you like what you hear, then please rate us on iTunes.